jargon for today, you can see it there on the board, is perseveration. Now, I don't know about you, I probably heard this term before uh, my child was diagnosed with autism, but I don't think I dwelled on it. And it wasn't something that I heard people use in conversation. It just wasn't. Uh, uh, I always heard that we want to persevere, right? That being able to persevere was something that was good and a skill that would serve you well. Then suddenly when my son was diagnosed with autism, I would hear people talk about he's perseverating, he's perseverating. So what does this mean? And is it something negative or is it something positive? Or is it like a lot of things, it could be what it could be. All right, our actual definition for perseveration is a failure of the brain to switch ideas along with the social context, often resulting in a pathological and persistent repetition of words or gestures after they have ceased to be socially relevant or appropriate. Ooh, that doesn't sound very good, right? Uh, the very wordy definition, and you get bogged down, oh, it's a failure, a failure of the brain. Oh my gosh, sounds like a really horrible, horrible thing. Let's take a look at our working definition so that we get a little bit clearer picture. Uh, perseveration, the functionless repetition of a behavior or response, such as repeating a word or a phrase or making a gesture when it's no longer appropriate. So when people write in and ask us, what's the difference between, you know, having a passion for something and perseverating on it, we really are looking at, it's not a bad thing to be passionate about something. Let's say that you love Buzz Lightyear, because a lot of our kids do. They love Buzz Lightyear and it's something that, you know, they're playing and they're talking to other kids and they're talking about Buzz Lightyear. That's being passionate about something. They see Buzz Lightyear on the television and they're excited about it. We don't want to squash that passion, right? We never want to squash passion. But for some of our kids, they can get into a, th a loop where all they can talk about is Buzz Lightyear or fill in the blank of whatever it might be, and they can't get out of it. So they'll go up to another child and they'll start to talk about Buzz Lightyear, and there's a portion of the conversation that serves a purpose. They're talking about Buzz Lightyear to the other kid, and the other kid goes, I love Buzz Lightyear too, and it's wonderful. But then the other child might move on to something else, and sometimes an individual who's perseverating can't. They get stuck in it and now it's no longer serving a purpose and it becomes more of a liability to them. So when we're talking about perseveration, uh, this is what we're talking about. When it no longer ceases to serve a purpose or be socially relevant. Now, can are there ways that we can channel perseveration uh, into something that's productive? Absolutely. For you know, we we've talked a lot on the show about how sometimes our kids have strengths that they get a little perseverative about, and if we can channel that properly into something that's meaningful to them and serves a purpose. If you look at people who are the most successful in life, they're people who are really passionate and focused on something. But we, on the other side of that, besides channeling the passion, we have to also make sure that we teach and, and plug in flexibility so that there is the ability to stop. I think even with those people who are wildly successful at something because they're really passionate about it, if they don't have a way that they can turn that off from time to time, it can become stressful. So perseveration is something that we really want to be careful about, that we really want to be mindful. We want to channel it when possible, and we want to really uh, work on flexibility and, and reward 
reward somebody being able to get off of the thing that they're perseverating on and go to something else. Our kids can perseverate on so many different things and it can affect their life in so many ways. When my son was little, he perseverated on vacuum cleaners. If a vacuum cleaner came out while we were doing anything, all, everything else was over because he was going to just be about the vacuum cleaner and we would have to put it away um, for him to, to get moved on to something else. And even then, if he knew where it was, he would perseverate on it. Same thing with drains. Any, t any type of a drain, if we were walking around um, the street and there was a drain, he would focus on that. If he was in the bathtub, he would be focused on the drain. If he was in the bathroom, he was focused on where does the water go down, which makes it hard to potty train an individual. Uh, we worked on all of those things and you know it can get very creative when you work on perseveration. One of the things that we did when he was three and a half, we gave him a camera and let him go and take pictures of the world that he wanted to take and I don't know why to this day, but he, he went and took pictures of a bunch of drains and then he didn't need to perseverate on them anymore don't know why. It won't that be that way with every child, but we get creative when we work on perseveration. Uh, and, and out of that, he became a little photographer, which was kind of an amazing thing. So perseveration, something to be aware of and to be able to look at things and say, all right, are we perseverating on it? Do we need to put an intervention in place to do something that's a corrective measure here? Because often you do. We don't want to let perseveration just go and go and go. That's our jargon for today.